1: Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror! <laughs>
2: Hello, Haunted House Hunters! Just a little heads up. I picked up an old mansion on the cheap. But you always gotta watch out! I had to get one of those big circus tents and fumigate the place because it used to be owned by some hippie wizard swinger guy, and the place was infested top to bottom with puppets. Tonight's movie, Ghoulies, is an old public service film about how not to deal with a puppet problem. Enjoy!
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the vault of startling monster horror tales of terror. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Luke Giaconetti. I would like to thank everyone for downloading and listening to our podcast today. And as always, I can't do this by myself. I need a little help from my little deformed friends that I'm going to summon. And left to right across your podcast dial, they are the hair metal hero, Chris Tyler. Kiss me. It's all I could think of. It's all I could think of. It's the same joke for the Mad About Shoe bit. Uh, (laughs) NYPD Shoe. And uh, (laughs) also joining me is my brother, (laughs) Mr. Jason Giaconetti.
3: They call me Dick.
0: You can call me Dick. Mm. Okay, Dick. Hey, Dick. And Dick, you're fired. And uh, (laughs) rounding out. Rounding out the uh, the little little uh, group, like I said, of, of super deformed freaks out here to cover our uh, cover, uh, to host our episode tonight. Two true freaks, OG, Chris Honeywell.
2: I summon thee, Paymon. Oh, wait. No,
0: wait Payman That's right.
2: Didn't you guys know we were backing into the prequel to Hereditary? Oh, right. Yeah, when he was with the sword and he was summoning up the, the ghoulies by the water, he prayed to Paymon.
0: Well, yeah, uh, so, you know what? It so um,
2: makes a lot uh, of sense. I, it all makes it a lot of sense, doesn't it? Mm, well, you no. know what?
0: I still I still like this movie better than Hereditary. Oh, yeah. The movie we are talking it. about is the classic 80s VHS horror hanger-on, Horror Rack Hanger-on from 1985. We are taking you to ghoulies. They'll get you in the end. Very well-known VHS horror movie. Everybody, if you're the right age, knows the cover to this VHS box. Oh it yeah. Was released by Vestron, with the Ghoulie wearing a shirt and suspenders for unknown reason, popping out of the toilet. It's only PG. Just... It can't be nude. PG 13. It can't be nude apparently, except in the movie. But uh, I guess I, I have,
2: have a th- th- I have a theory about the shirt and suspenders. Bernie. I think, no, I think they were trying to make him look a little like a garbage pail kid because oh. garbage pail kids were hot. It, I think this movie depended on, to get people to watch it, cover art or, or movie poster, movie poster evoking gremlins and the, the garbage pail kids. And, and with the toilet, it was going to be a little more irreverent and and maybe dirty and i think that was it and 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 yeah and just generally like this is going to be like a more r-rated gremlins
0: well here's the thing about gremlins so gremlins and ghoulies in 1984 were in production at the same time and so so they were actually in fact ghoulies was on track to be released first is what i've read wow but and and I know Jay, you might wanna might wanna sit down for this. Charles Band ran out of money. What? <laughs> and thus production was delayed for about four months while they got money together to finish the film. In the interim, Gremlins was released, and and Gremlins came out at the tail end of '84, and thus uh, beat Ghoulies into into release, and thus Ghoulies is a Gremlins ripoff, and not, you know, it, it's. i mean it probably uh, helped one of those it's like a red uh, vision red tornado situation you Uh, know but i
2: i think it helped ghoulies for them to come out after gremlins to uh, actually though i don't know you know maybe when it came out at that time that's when they decided to make the poster look like that just to well and and because the the movie definitely isn't really like gremlins except it has little creatures in it
0: it's not like gremlins at all. I mean, ghoulies is about witchcraft as primarily about witchcraft Satanism. I mean really and Satanism. Yeah. A little bit of Satanism in there, but, uh, you know, what's funny is that uh, the thing, you know, and Chris, since you addressed it, you know, it will might as well just, just tackle the, uh, the elephant in the room here or the, the ghoulie in the room here is that. So the most famous scene in the film is a scene depicted on the poster. When at the very end, when our, uh, our, our, I guess he's the antagonist. He's also kind of our, our protagonist in this film, Jonathan Graves, who sounds like he yeah. should be the front man for the Misfits. <laughs> yes. D-dun, 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 d-dun. But, you know, but anyway, the, uh, but Jonathan, uh, you know, he summons all of the ghoulies and all of his evil, and, and at the very end, everybody, all popping up out all over the house, and one pops up out of the toilet. And it's clearly shot at a different time than everything yep. else because it yeah. doesn't even it, it's just clearly shot later and so depending on which version of the story you believe from charles band either him he himself or someone else on the production came up with the idea of having that image as the uh, uh, as the the poster art right, the poster artwork for the was having the ghoulie coming out of the toilet. They thought it would it would stand out and that people would notice it. they think it was funny and that people would remember it. Now, Band has told this story two different ways. He has told it sometimes where it, he was tasked with coming up with the ad campaign and um, it was his that he thought of it. But at the same time on there's some com- movie that he was doing a commentary on, I don't remember – I might have been a pup, one of the puppet, one of the puppet master releases or something. He credit says that it was someone else, and that he originally didn't think it was a great idea, but it caught on, and so they went back and they filmed that shot of the ghoulie popping out of the toilet, and thus adding the tagline "They'll get you in the end." To the point that that became, that was on like the trailer, that's on the the TV commercial for it. That is the iconic image of ghoulies, and in the sequels. They are summoned out of a toilet in, in at least two and three. Yeah. I've never seen Ghoulies 4, <laughs> but they are summoned from a toilet. Specifically, okay. the ritual involves a toilet. So, so, so the interview
3: you're talking about, Luke, is that yeah. in the, the audio commentary he did in 2012 for the British, uh, British 88 film, uh, film's Blu-ray of uh, Master 2. Yes. That's, and that's where he said that it wasn't his idea. That, um, so it was someone else's idea coming out of the toilet, and he actually uh, thought it was a bad idea at first.
0: Right. So it's so even then the thing that the film was most well known for and basically became the marketing staple of the franchise was an afterthought. Ah. Which which I okay. which I love because isn't that really the VHS horror concept in some yes. ways? Just get something to market the movie and get people to, to check it out. And it had enough legs with that just that little bit that enough people remembered it that they made three sequels to it.
2: Yeah. So well the, the thing, thing about is, this is is they had like um they had definitely decent monster makers they had a decent cinematographer and you know lighting and the acting was was fine for what it is it just the script is terrible (laughs) not even in the good terrible way it's just like there's there's all these opportunities they had a they obviously they had great sets. They had a great location with, for some outdoor shots of old house. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, okay, it's it's so, in it's so, funny because yeah. in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, this Ghoulies is, uh, you know, th- this is this is this was done by this was uh, distributed by Empire Pictures. We've talked about Empire before. Go back and listen to our episode about dolls uh, to get some background on Empire. But this was a later film from Empire. And Ghoulies in a lot of ways. There's a lot of full moon movies like this. There's a yep. lot of full moon movies like this where you get a bunch of characters in one place. It's a creepy location, so you get a lot of mileage out of a creepy location. <laughs> um, you know, you uh, you you shoot overseas because it keeps your costs down, and you can find some uh, some creepy stuff. Um, you know, in this case, this one was shot in Los Angeles, but again, uses oh, a creepy. uses a. Uh, uh, a, a creepy setting uh, the, this big spooky house that they have you get a gimmick in this case the gimmick was these the little monsters even though the film goes in different directions with the 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 other supernatural and occult aspects and you just kind of have people meander around for 80 to 90 minutes and, and and you make a story out of that and it a lot of it is off of the marketing it's off of you know the, the story is not usually the you know anything groundbreaking it's creative but it's the acting is usually you know uh, amateurish at best, but it's it's marketed and it's done just enough and it's just enough that you have a few you know case of your favorite beverage, you and your friends, and you enjoy yourself.
2: You can make you can make it through it, yeah. Like, but the thing is, they had all the like I, when I first started watching it again, and and um, uh, Jay and Chris and I were talking earlier i i watched that i remember watching this in high school and usually when i rewatch something even if i didn't like it and don't remember it there's certain points where i go like oh yeah oh yeah i remember this i remember this nothing in this nothing <laughs> except yeah. for except for the ghoulie popping up out of the toilet and remembering myself thinking oh that's it that half second seat you know that that 12 frames of a ghoulie popping out of the toilet that's that was the money shot (laughs) and uh but um yeah but it's like when it started out i thought i i was thinking to myself this time okay maybe i'm gonna like this more because i have a little more background now because that opening sequence with the with the satanic ritual has decent decent like animated over special effects and uh and their the, their eyes their eye glowing eye effects was like somehow maybe had contact lenses too but the glowing eyes looked really cool and it looked like a early 70s you know low budget satanic movie the guy had the 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 you know the the um christopher robin hair (laughs) and and you know and and the the way the set was laid out and you know it was very much like a, a an old satanic movie and i was like okay maybe i this was paying tribute to things that i did you know that i just wasn't hip to when i was in high school and and then you've got this gigantic german Wolfgang guy who looks like he he's got the beard right out of you know some some z-grade 1972 movie and stuff and uh and then all that stuff just goes goes away you know most of the movie yeah wolfgang wolfgang gets a few like totally useless voiceovers in it and then just shows up to be like like by the end, I was like, are they really going to go through this movie and not use Wolfgang, even though he's a big scare? Just they're only just going to use that one scene where he stares down the girlfriend and stuff. You know, I mean, how entertaining would it and and it wouldn't have been expensive. It would have been the same cost of a script to have more scenes with Wolfgang being creepy <laughs> and stuff you know i mean yeah. it just writes itself and st- you know i mean okay uh, we could have the we we know that the girlfriends getting creeped out why not throw wolfgang into the mix but it's weird you know there was they were just like oh the the monsters are going to be there but you but i can't see them you know you must be invisible to everyone but me that okay that's setting like gremlins rules all of a sudden you have so as soon as i heard that i'm like oh my god there's so many different scenes that could be comedic slash scary involving an invisible ghoulie that only he can see that he wants to keep away from his girlfriend or he's trying to (laughs) shoo off him when they have, you know, they go near it when they're having sex, sort of, but then they go into a whole different direction of it. But that could have been a great scene with the ghoulie, like them having him trying to have sex with his girlfriend with a ghoulie just sitting there just like, ah, yeah. The film can't get out of here.
0: It's not the film is it's, 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 schizophrenic, right? It's not sure what it wants to be. Is it a comedy? Is it an act? Is it like a supernatural horror movie? It's, it's, it's a little bit of both and it doesn't really do either. Well, no, you know, I, I like Ghoulies because I, I, you know, generally I, I, like Charles Band. I, I just, I like the movie from when I was younger. You're talking about not having any memories. I think Jay, you might agree with me. I remember Ghoulies too, a hell of a lot more than I remember this one. Because we saw Ghoulies problem. too on HBO a bunch of times. The problem
3: is, you said we should do Ghoulies. And I'm like, yep, yeah, that's the one at the carnival.
0: Right. Nope. nope. The one At
3: the carnival. And then i was like, then they're like, they're like, well, you were gonna graduate from college. I'm like, oh, maybe I forgot the beginning. Maybe it's the one where you're in college. Nope. Nope. was so not that one either?
0: <laughs> and both of them are than this
3: one. And neither of those well, are I
0: don't I don't. I don't know. I don't know about Ghoulies. Nope. Ghoulies, Ghoulies yeah. 2 is definitely better than this. I'm not sure about Ghoulies 2, 3, Ghoulies go to Hell. Two
3: and three are better movies than this, but they're not good movies. So uh hey, the
0: Ghoulies pro- 3 they talk. Yeah, yeah. It's for which is a little strange. Mm. Yeah.
3: So, okay, so again, you guys were okay, so listen, no, here we go. Originally, back in eighty three, the project wasn't called Ghoulies, it was called Beastings. And Charles Band had been in talks with Stan Winston to do all the special effects in the movie. Ooh. Uh, because they had done Parasite back in eighty two together and this is before Stan Winston was, you know, fucking Stan Winston. And uh, uh, so they were like, Oh, we're gonna do this, and then so and then of course, you know, Charles Band, so you know, everything falls to shit at some point. Charles Band's like, I'll do this, and we'll do this and with it's like all these like, oh yeah. It's a total pipe dream. Um, but the thing was uh, uh, it like Luke said He has gone from in his the road show he does. He he, he thought of the kid, the the goolee coming out of the toilet, and then he's also said it wasn't him. The one thing for sure, though, is that they got an insane amount of hate mail from parents. Uh, because when the ad ran on TV, I do remember the ad running on TV, yes, only for the coming out of the toilet. Is that there was a lot of uh parents citing in um hate mail because. Uh, they were kids now afraid to go to the bathroom because they saw the ghoulie pop out of the toilet. That's the intent. Yeah, no, I, I got that. I'm saying is the issue becomes that's all I remembered about this movie. And I'm like, well, I remember it. Yeah. yeah. Because literally every other movie in this series has to do with toilets as well. So yes. it's not like the toilet was unique here. The toilet was, it's just metaphoric for this entire series.
0: Pretty much shit. <laughs> I gotta be honest, you know what? Fuck, fuck, fuck those kids. You gotta learn that sometimes something might come out of the toilet and bite you. Yeah.
3: Okay, but even to the point where when, when they made critters in '86, the critter comes out of the toilet as an homage
0: yes. to the,
3: and they literally have said that, and they thought, oh no, we did that to an homage to, to ghoulies. And you I'm know gonna, what? Critters not, is a
0: better movie. I'd say, I'm i not going to lie. When I was making the list, because a peek behind the curtain, and I may have said this on other episodes, I basically made have made the list for the Horror Rack hanger on. I was very close to swapping Ghoulies for Critters, especially since we did Dolls. So we already had an early um, Empire film with something really small and creepy in it. And Dolls is a, like a bajillion times better than Ghoulies. I'm not going to, there's no question in my <laughs> yeah. mind. Yeah. Um, it, it helps that, I mean, it helps that, you know, uh, Dolls was directed by Stuart Gordon, which, which helps a lot because the direction of this film. Uh, the, the director of, uh, of Ghoulies is, um, oh, it's uh, Luca Ber- Bercovici. And Luca Ber- Bercovici, better known actually as a writer and an actor, actor. Uh, than he is a, a director. His, his dad, Eric Bercovici, was a, a TV producer. Uh, probably the best known thing that uh his dad worked on like uh Shogun and Noble House and a lot of other mm. um, you know, big T V stuff, right? So that's how he got to start in the business. But he's not really known as a director, whereas Stuart Gordon obviously was uh well, you know, that that was his wheelhouse. So I was really tempted to swap it in for critters, but mm. to me, Ghoulies was always on the list because it was always there in the damn Video yeah, no,
2: I, I, I think like Critters and Ghoulies thematically are so much closer close they're sort of close together and in people's minds. But I will defend your choice because even though Critters is a be, is a better movie, almost because Critters is a better movie, it's higher budget, it's got D. Wallace in it and stuff, it's it's a it, it was on the VHS shelf, but this one is just more so, you know. Yeah. This one fits the the description and you know i think we're being we're, we're taking one for you know you got to take one for yeah, the you team you know that's the thing off. i mean
0: so, sometimes you rented a vhs horror rack hanger on yeah and it sucked you know yeah. and then you yeah, laughed and, as a matter of fact,
2: it. your odds were against it being good you know yeah. <laughs> you know it was like going reason why it was a hanger on
0: yeah well it's a hanger on because it was a hanger on because it it sold right it, it got rentals you know, and they, they come back like, oh, my God, we're never renting that again. And then the next group of dudes comes just like, dude, let's rent this one word of money. No, he's, out, a, the toilet, he's out the toilet, yeah. bro. <laughs> Get this.
2: <laughs> Depending on how drinky they were, they could rent it three or four times without even right. uh, without yeah. even knowing, just on the sheer force of the toilet. The toilet runs this whole thing. That it's... Well,
0: you know what's funny? And, and again, Jay will probably remember this. I remember when Ghoulies 2 came out our yeah. local video uh, place they not only had the poster in the window cuz they always had horror movie posters in the window they always yeah. had horror movie posters in the window they really get in. yeah well i remember i remember dad went and asked if he could get the jason lives poster yeah. and the Ooh. guy told him no that he was keeping that one but that's like how i want to say that's how we got the godzilla 1985 poster that's up in my yeah. bonus room right now yeah um, we also have the, the robocop poster. the robocop yeah Two. Mm-hmm. You
3: know, those are the ones we had. Yeah, it was right yeah. from the video store. Dad knew the guy, but people would go in and, like, put their name on the back of the poster. So on the back of the poster, probably says Al, you know, yeah. or something like that right, kind of thing. So, but
0: but uh, the, but I uh, remember also for, for Ghoulies 2, besides the poster, there was an inflatable toilet, like, yes. a, like a promotional mm-hmm. item that was hanging from the ceiling. And the cover to Ghoulies 2, very creatively, has one Ghoulie coming out of the seat and one Ghoulie coming out of the tank of the toilet. Ah, yes. And it's and he's writing two. I think it's with a lipstick. He's yeah, 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 two. yeah, Yes, yes. So, but but that inflatable, I remember that, because it's like <laughs> it's a you know having a horror movie centered around a toilet, whether it's good or not, and toilet. it's probably not, but it's brilliant from a marketing standpoint because I remember this movie thirty five years after the fact.
1: Right. <laughs> I
2: certainly remember the poster, that's for right. sure. And I remember the uh, the toilet ghouly
0: mm-hmm. but
2: uh, yeah. other than that, it is... See, I, li- well, so I that like. Is,
0: the, but, uh, I mean, the... uh, so to, to young Chris, a young, like, wait a minute, hold on a second, hero. Like, young Mariska Hargitay didn't make an impression on a young Chris hero? Uh, well,
3: uh, yeah, I mean, she's <laughs> hot, but yeah, you know not... what? This movie's. This, this was rated R, right? Where are them titties yeah. at, yo? Mm. Yeah. You
2: know, uh, uh, when it all comes down to it, she was basically Dollar Store Susan Sarandon, anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, and, and then Susan the male. lead Sarandon leaded... is Dollar Store Susan Sarandon. And then the male lead was Dollar Store Kyle McLaughlin. No, I was no, gonna no, say no, that no, I kept not, wait for him when talking, he's doing those incantations. I was waiting for him. the yeah. sleeper has yeah. a
1: awakened. Okay, yeah. what
2: about and Mister Dick was, was, was Chris, Dollar Chris, Store okay. Bruce Campbell. You're
0: I you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're calling no. Rebecca is Dollar Store um, Susan Sarandon. I mean Mariska Hargitay. Donna's just smoking. Yeah, not Mariska Hargitay. Like a minute. You are talking about Lisa Pelican.
2: She. I'm talking about the girlfriend.
3: Yes, that's Lisa Pelican.
2: Oh, Don, okay. The one
3: who Donna is Mariska Hargitay. She's the one who has. The, there's there's a fake scream. It's clearly fake because she's got a real deep voice. And Man. then eh, it's a scream, and it's like, did that come out of her? Even Haley said it. He goes. I don't think she screamed.
2: And Someone I said else. She was just like ah. Oh. You give you, you, you give me three minutes in the bone zone with Mariska Hargitay. She's making. Made- <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's said three minutes. It there's your Twitch so- show, Chris. Three minutes in the bone zone. Bone
0: zone.
1: <laughs> I, I,
0: Ryan, I cover I cover sex and, and ribs. It's, it's the bone zone head, head in the bone zone with continuing service to pound town. That's Oh yeah. <laughs> Next stop, Oville. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay folks, no so if that doesn't tell you how little we think of this movie, literally that's a whole <laughs> story. okay. The, we'll what's say, so
2: disappointing I, is you can list off stuff I, in this yeah. movie and make it sound awesome. There's yeah. two, mm-hmm. two, two little people who kill who like knock people out and are, are just generally wasted. And you've got like the little monsters who are basically like like the, Bob- the greatest the greatest boglins ever made. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: Oh, and then, I will no, I mean I had a boglin and in my mind he was a ghoulie. Two, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. Two yeah. Boglins. Actually, I had a big boglin and a small boglin. I think I I know I'm pretty sure I still have at least the small one upstairs. But uh, but yeah, in my mind they were ghoulies, you know, they were just little creepy rubber mm-hmm. monsters. They were basically the ghoulies. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, you have a Reagan clown and oh and god, that animated... cl- that, okay.
0: I'll say
3: that too. The the friggin' mime clown thing. It's <laughs>
2: he was really creepy until it was a little kid inside of a clown suit what are you talking came... about
3: that's even more creepy
2: it didn't didn't did not work for me maybe it was because i've seen black devil doll from hell and it's a lot like black devil doll from hell
0: yeah but children are just terrible <laughs> All i you know i mean you know they, they talk about the level of violence in 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 the movie joker But the level of clown violence in this film just goes, you know, above and beyond. No,
2: there could have been more, man. I thought that. Oh, my God. I thought, you know, this may sound horrible, but I thought there was some clown Reagan rape coming. You know, he he left her in the room alone with the clown and then nothing happened.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. I want to make a joke, but I don't think I should.
2: I mean, I mean, the con didn't even have to attack her. It just had to turn its head or something, you know. But uh, um. But that costs money, and we don't have yeah. do that.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I, you and know. Then, I, then, I, there, then there's,
2: there's, there's things like why are they? All, I'm like, why are they all wearing their stupid '80s sunglasses at okay, dinner? And, well, and he's you, like, I'm glad you, you all wore your, wore would your you sunglasses. Would
0: you like to know? Would you like to know why they're wearing the sunglasses? Yeah, because the movie didn't tell me. The reason for that, now this this is, I've I've read this, I think this is on IMDb, but I've seen this a few places, that there was this idea that they were going to film this movie, parts of it in 2D and parts of it in 3D. Uh, And that every time the characters put on their sunglasses, the audience was supposed to put on their 3D glasses. Much Uh, like you might recall... In Freddy's Dead, that you're not supposed to put the 3D glasses on until she puts the 3D glasses on, and people, are like, this movie's not in 3D. The 3D sucks, you know. I'm leaving. But <laughs> after uh, the, the story goes, that after a couple of days of filming, it became so complex to keep changing cameras and how they were shooting certain scenes in 2D versus 3D. They said to the hell with this, but they had already shot this people wearing the glasses, so they left the glasses in. Uh... And and the story excuse of, oh well, you know with um with Malcolm his eyes they glow he's got to wear the glasses man you know so. yeah man
2: <laughs> so he could have just I mean it's the but not now we can now in retrospect we can just go oh these are all stupid 80s characters and they all wore sunglasses when they were like in a party situation we're going to the party put on your sunglasses
0: Well, I, I wear my sunglasses at night so I can yeah, so can. I can but oh, yeah. actually you know it's funny my 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 second note on the page. My first note's about the chest appliance in the, the uh, opening scene with the, the ritual, which was pretty good. My second, uh, my second note, which is when they're at the party, you know, at the beginning, is 80s assholes. Mm. So absolutely, mm. you're right on the money about that.
2: <laughs> Just that, like, I never understood, like, where actors, like, got that from. Like, this is how people act. Even the assholes did, like... Like, if you want to go great 80s assholes, you need to n- go no further than RoboCop, even though it's set in the future, is a great portrayal of what real 80s assholes were like. Ted Knight and Caddyshack. Yeah, yeah. Ted Knight and that's Caddyshack. It. Real yeah. 80s
0: assholes, yeah, that's but where like they were when, shooting. I was going to say, came... real 80s assholes in RoboCop, when they were shooting them in the in the, in the uh, factory, yeah, man, that was... Cops don't they... like me. Yeah that's uh, young
2: adult You burnt the fucking money. It's as good as Mark.
0: <laughs> See, we want to talk about Robocop now. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying you this just, is this is you know movies
3: are bad. But when literally I mean, we we're, will we're talk about like bits or whatever, we start getting into other movies, like you know, it's it's, it's just, just poor.
2: It. Well, you, you know, usually it. when you have that group, it's like you can say, like, oh yeah, I sorta know these guys from my circle of friends high school twenties or something. But all of these guys, I'm like trying to figure out like the the, the two stoner guys are like. Oh I'm my trying god! To figure Could they they're...
0: hold on? Could they be any more gay? I mean, at yeah. one point they literally say, "What are we gonna do? Check out the closet." It's like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, that... okay. I forgot about that. And then and then he's the one guy goes and the other guy's mad that he's not coming back yet. It's like, oh, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, I, you know, it's like, Hey man, no, no judgment zone. You be you. But it's like, come on. I mean, come out see, in the open with it. Guys. You
2: see come now on. that could have been, that could have been actually kind of cool if it was like intentionally written and played off of, but I don't know if it just comes mm-hmm. off that way because it's so badly written and acted. Yeah. You know, they were just like, you know, I mean, there's a scene where like, they're just, they're like, way too, too, like, super stoned before they smoke the joint. And and that is the worst joint I've ever seen in my life. And, but, <laughs> and you would know. And, and they're just sort of huddled down together on the ground. And I'm like, what two fr- friends in high school stoners would just sit and huddle around like this that, that, that you know, that weren't gay? That's but it. then I it's realized, oh, they have to do the shot up through the window of the girl getting killed by the pool, yes, so right. so they had to keep them close together to keep them keep their shot together. But in some total, I don't you know I I think it's sort of a a Freddy Two sort of situation where it just sort of got <laughs> it just sort of <laughs> ends up with his stoners in movies. I get it. I get it. <laughs> But like when they show up on the when they show up on their three wheeler and the one and they like do the like sort of like cross it. It's just terrible, terrible. And the the stud guy, you know, Mr. Dick is just (laughs) just like a cringe every moment he's on the screen, which is good because at least it's reaction worthy. But geez. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce Campbell, but not fun
0: oh yeah that's that's I, damning mm-hmm. i i will say this in in the film's uh sort of defense oh there's some there is some very talented people who worked on this film uh yeah so the yet the editor is ted Nicolau, who again if you're a fan at all of full moon you, you know ted nicola ted nicola directed uh subspecies he directed uh puppet master three um, he, you know, so he's, he, uh, he did, in fact, I think he did all of the subspecies films. He directed, uh, Terror Vision. A lot of people remember that one, Bad Channels, which is, uh, actually a, a pretty amusing, uh, like rock comedy, like rock horror comedy. It's very, an odd movie, but he's, but he's a guy again that did a lot for Charles Band, very talented guy. Uh, and then the music. Unsurprisingly, credited at Richard band, Charles band's brother does a lot of the music on these Empire pictures, but also Shirley Walker. So oh, a relative like credit for for Shirley Walker, who of course uh, passed away uh, back in 2006. Uh, uh, actually, wasn't um, she was only 61. So that was that was very sad. But uh, you we know, Shirley Walker. Covered, a most. I was going to say most people on the, Well, most people on the Two True Freaks network would know her as she was a composer for pretty much all of the dc animated uh stuff starting with batman animated series superman she did new batman adventures batman beyond yeah Uh, she she uh she
2: worked well she worked closely with um uh boingo boingo
1: there daniel yeah oh okay it had a very
2: and 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 it had a very um um reanimator feel to it too Yes, which well, is, that, that's
0: yeah that, that's the Richard Band connection as well because Richard Band did the music on Reanimator, right? But, which
2: yeah, which he sort of ripped off from um Psycho, from the guy from Psycho, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, Bernard Herman, right? Herman, yes. yes, yeah. So, but I mean, I just saw that as like, and I I just thought it was great seeing Shirley Walker because again, you don't think of her doing um some of these, but she did other genre stuff. I mean, you know, she did um, Willard. Uh, final destination uh you know uh, she worked with uh, john carpenter and escape from escape from l.a jay your favorite movie yep. uh oh she also did memoirs of invisible man the one carpenter movie we didn't cover on this show uh so it was just it was great to see shirley walker's credit there
1: nice
0: yeah but uh I'm but you know to- but go ahead jack
3: i'm just saying is Escape from if if you haven't heard Dad and I talk about Escape from New York movie that's good and then we kind of smash the crap out of Escape from L.A. while we're doing it. I mean it it I mean it didn't get Cleopatra treatment but what does you know nothing, kind of thing, nothing so. gets
0: Cleopatra treatment on on you guys' show except Cleopatra.
3: People bitch they're like you guys hate everything. I'm like we don't hate everything just Cleopatra. <laughs> you know,
0: kind of. Cleopatra and to a and to a lesser degree 2001: A Space Odyssey are. There's,
3: those, those are the running gags. It's like literally asking if it's if it's grass. Um, you know, kind of, is corn grass? Is, is corn uh, grass?
0: the? Yeah. You know what's funny is I talk about Cleopatra. In Set Your Way Back Machine to like 1993, okay? okay? And Topps Comics puts out their first issue of their Mars Attacks miniseries. Their five-issue miniseries, which was the if you got I, if y'all remember I was
2: buying this, it off the racks,
0: <laughs> so was I. I bought it at uh, out of uh video stop back in Brewster, New York. Uh <laughs> if y'all remember, which I used to work at actually, um yeah. the uh, and you know what they had at video stop ghoulies on VHS. That's <laughs> but they, um, and they the- absolutely did. I I when they closed, I bought I bought Akira on VHS from them, which I still have upstairs. But uh in any event, if you remember that. That Mars Attack series, it was a flip book, right? So the main story of the book was set in the 90s and featured a modern art style and the uh, flip side of it ha- would have like a cover that was evocative of a tra- of the trading cards and was a story set in the past. It was like a little backup feature, but it had two covers, right? And I always remember that first issue in the middle, there was like a double page spread of a text piece and they're talking about America of nineteen sixty three prior to uh, they say this is all happening prior to, to Kennedy, right? Being assassinated. And they they and in that, in that article about Mars attacks, they bash Cleopatra. Yeah. <laughs> so you it's like it's always been with me. It's like I'd never I'd even seen Cleopatra at that point, and at, at thirteen years old I knew it's so. <laughs> up.
3: <laughs> Think about it. As much as dad did not enjoy Friday the thirteenth. He still liked it. He still didn't bash it as much as he bashed Cleopatra. No, because, dad,
0: But that said, Dad wouldn't make it through Ghoulies. I mean, this is no. This, uh, like I said, I so, I did not recall this being quite as leaden as it is. But that's about the only word to describe this. This this is this is kind of a a slog to get through, which is unfortunate because, like I said, normally these empire pictures are, are a bit more entertaining. But you know, like I said, I I wanted to be true to the concept. This was a. Good, bad, or otherwise, this was a movie that made money, and hung yeah. around on VHS racks, and you could rent for years, and was rented for years, and spawned sequels. The, you know,
3: yeah. The problem is, is that uh, just because, again, just because movies makes money doesn't make it good, and just because, uh, you know, it was on whatever, but it, but it does fit the criteria we we're talking about. the The main issue, obviously, is that um, none of us remember this movie or what it was. Like we were thinking about the the sequels, which were, like the you know, it, it's hard for an eighty minute movie to drag. what oh, they, they, they They did a really good job of dragging this one out. Uh,
2: and, and, it's, and it's surprising because this is it's got so many elements of st- stuff that I would like: right. demonic rituals, great yeah. puppets. Uh, what else was there? Midgets, like yeah. you know. Yeah, but it it, it, it (laughs) it screws up every one of them like satanic rituals are just this thing that you can sort of fake and trick a bunch of people into. Like, you could trick a whole table full of people into participating in a satanic ritual. That's just not even in the dumbest Satan movie. And not even
0: even like a normal satanic ritual, like a sexy time satanic ritual. Yeah. What was that Italian one that had the crazy nude satanic ritual at the end? That's a good satanic ritual. That was uh, um, Short Night of the Glass Dolls. Yeah, that's the one. That's now that's a way better movie that ne- I don't think I ever saw. That's VHS. a
2: Satanic ritual. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even the remake of Suspiria. Even
0: I mean, I'll give- I'll give it that. It was it was. I mean that. Now you talk about a sexy time Satanic ritual at the end it was of the a, remake yeah, of Suspiria. Yeah.
3: Everyone would get naked, even if they weren't good looking and they were fat. Everyone get naked. Yeah, exactly. Well that,
0: well, that that again, that's like Short Night of Glass Dolls. It was the same thing. It was all. It was nobody good looking naked at the end of that. I was gonna say yeah. you gotta have you
2: gotta have your you gotta have your young young sexy new witches, but then the most powerful ones are the old crones. Yes. Yeah.
3: Look at my saggy titties. Yes, they are
2: filled with midichlorians. Oh,
0: yes Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta tie it back.
2: <laughs> There's more power in these saggy glad bags than that whole den of wizards over there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, it's 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 2020. We'll take what we can get. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a way better PC. It's a way better movie than this. Oh yeah. oh, oh we're seniors. We're going to the game, but um. <laughs> there's some 80s assholes right there balls and shaft right that's some 80s style assholes mm. even though it's the yeah. 90s but they're still kind even of though it's
2: that. a 90s movie but
0: still oh well, no yeah. but there but she calls them, I mean, you know uh what is it uh, what what's her name and what's what's the the dean's name in that she calls him a Reaganite, you know it's the yeah. right it's right in there isn't yeah. like it's a bad thing it's not yeah. but she does you know no Important. but that's the
3: whole thing uh when <laughs> Because they're they're stuck there, and then, like, you have. But the PCU is like, that's exactly okay. So, this is what that's if this movie had even an ounce of like the idea of like, let's make characters in PCU, they're completely absolute stereotypes, right? But you believe that, uh, like that, you know, like the you know, the, the preppy guys that you believe that they are that's what they're playing, they look like they're preppy assholes. And the stoners are stoners, and the whatever, like you believe all that, that stuff, like you know, kind of thing. You believe that gutters a tool, like you believe all these things, right? You present it like, okay, this could be real, right? It's clearly not real, but at least they took the obvious time to, like, you know, but I didn't get it, you know, they had Jeremy Piven, you know, who might be a better actor than anyone else in here except Marissa Hargate, but they didn't give her anything to work with, because she was good in her scene, you know, I where she's like, I, think we're, I don't think we should be down here. Thank you, Marissa. I'm going upstairs, you know, kind of thing.
0: I'm
1: going to um, go upstairs
0: and find those missing kids. Oh, yeah. wait. <laughs> I'm going to kick in the fucking door. <laughs> anyway, go. I'm going um, to go on Detective Stabler up in this shit, you know, just start roughing people up with chairs and stuff. Yeah, but I, I know I, that's Christopher Maloney. That's the joke, you know, because Stabler was always the one who was like on the edge and was like ready to like beat the living hell out of somebody. With those the, right, the metal, the, you know that you know you ever watch an episode of Law and Order and they got those solid no wait a minute they got those unfolding metal chairs the very small yes. chairs yeah. at at uh, at Johnstone the old Johnstone buildings at Clemson University they had those metal chairs that was the yeah. way, like, legit they had them that you ask anybody who went to Clemson and knew somebody who lived in Johnstone because we all did we all either lived in Johnstone or knew someone who did. Those were the ones, Johnstone was the ones that started out, I swear to God, this is true. This is not an urban legend. They started out as temporary barracks when Clemson was still a military school. They were still in use when they tore them down, I think in 2003. So we had those metal chairs. So every time Stave would get ready to like brain some punk, it's like, oh, hey, look, Brett, that's the chair you're sitting on, dude. (laughs) I'm just saying, yeah, have
3: Chris Maloney come in? He could have gone in there, but he was always pissed off because you know he was on Oz and he was often naked in the shower in Oz. A lot of times, I don't, I don't know. I didn't watch that. I show liked a lot.
0: him as free- I liked him as Freak Show and Harold and Kumar. You know that. Was...
3: Well, I'm, I'm saying is literally every episode of Oz I've ever seen, I'm like, is he always naked in the shower? Kelly's like, yep. I go, prison. So
2: it's prison. It's a prison movie. Prison. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I'm usually naked when I'm in the shower, but yeah, three out of four times I am. <laughs>
0: It's it oh. was it was either it was either stable or Sipowitz, right? You got to get a little tasteful rear shot. Of that there's nothing tasteful about Dennis Franz's ass. <laughs> it's, it's the way I like it.
1: <laughs> but but
2: like, yeah, I feel sorry for the the poor guys who made the ghoulies, and at, I mean, at least like you can see that they did good work from the movie, so they could yeah. get jobs elsewhere. But Jesus Christ, you know. You you spend your time on making these wonderful ghoulies and ni- you know there's a couple attacks with them, but most of the time all they're doing is they're just sort of positioned in a place you know yeah they're just sort of like this tableau set up of of these guys and the and it's just so unimaginative
0: yeah yeah eh, I mean that's that's what it is there's a lot of ideas but they don't come together yeah you know over on box bugs and babes. Uh, a while ago, now, Jay and I we talked about um we talked about puppet master, and oh yeah puppet master is similar in a lot of ways. Like I said, it deals with and that one deals more with ESP rather than the occult. but still, it gathers a bunch of people together. You've got the one guy who's in charge that has you know the some type of power that excuse me that he's the others don't really know about. you know, you've got a prologue that takes place in the past that sets everything up. so, You know, they're similar, but Puppet Master stays together. It's more coherent than this. It has more attention to detail. The acting is better than this. It's also not trying... It has a better tone. It's more consistent. That one is straight horror. There's nothing... There's there's a couple of light moments, but it's not trying to be funny. Whereas this one, you can say the ghoulies are... They're they're not sure if they're scary or funny. And so they end up not really being either. You know, whereas in... Again, more so in two there there's some genuinely you know decent bits in that because it leans a little bit more into the comedy side of it, and same with three, three is a pretty much straight up a comedy so okay. you know as I said it it's it's one of those ones again that you're right it's it's there's there's flashes that are that are pretty decent, but overall, it's like, oh man, why did we rent this you know i I've said this on the other horror wreck hang on episodes. it's like my criterion in fact, I think I said this on Night of the demons was. You know, would I have enjoyed it renting it with a bunch of guys? And it's like, this one would have been tough. You know, would have been tough yeah. depending on on the, the crowd because it's like this doesn't have the quality of the other movies that we've watched so far in the series. Even this really goofball stuff like Slaughter High or Chopping Mall were just a, infinitely more entertaining than this because they were kinetic. And they kept, uh, you know, they kept your interest because they were just crazy. Whereas this one has a lot of crazy crap, but it doesn't really move very well, and it it, it keeps you waiting for stuff to happen, and then nothing really happens for a lot of it. Hmm. Really, until the la- the very end of it, it does pick up at the end. I mean, I will say that, you know, I do like at the very end when when the the shit really starts hitting the fan, the set tearing itself apart. I always love that. I always we talked about that in the nightmare movies. When they would have a set that was like a funhouse that was just ripping itself apart, and the actors were just reacting to it, I always like that because you, I know how you assemble that and how many guys are there moving things on dollies behind the scenes and pushing levers and stuff and getting crap to move. And yeah. so I like that part. But again, by that point, it's like, yeah, it's cool, but it's like it's a little too late at this point too because it you kind of de- lost. I, it.
2: I saw that and it got defeated. By the fact that the hero was such a dummy that like there was a point where in the in in us how you, when you shoot in the language of film, when you shoot the scene, when the when the ceremony place is coming down and everything's shaking up real good, that every that people it's important that the hero maybe a, a couple times a heroine can yank out his arm and go, come on, we got to get out of here. But when there's a certain, you know, peak of the crumbling, he should get the hell out of there. And they had him just stand there, staring dumbly at the at, at Wolfgang and his and his reanimated dad wrestling, doing the Wolfman versus Frankenstein wrestle, and 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 it's sort of just like it just ruined any kind of pacing and. Anything. It was just like everything else in the movie. It could have worked. <laughs> yeah. If
0: uh, yeah. It could have been a off. contender.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm putting it all on the director and the writer. For
0: that. Yeah. Well, and that's you know, and and what's funny is that the uh, the director and the writer, were the same guy. So. Uh, oh. There you oh. oh Luka oh, oh, who oh, gets writing color. credits for all the other Ghoulies because of this one. So. <sighs> As has Haley
3: and I would say, that's the way the cookie crumbled. So there it yeah.
0: goes. So, all right. Well, I think I think we have uh, given given the Ghoulie its due. Mm. And uh, yeah, this this is the first one to me, the first one of this series. That's a pretty pretty safe pass, I'd say, folks. <laughs> if you're revisiting your your 80s, you, if you find yourself in a time warp and you're back in the 80s at the video store, you can you can just leave Ghoulies on that horror rack for somebody else, you know? Get do get do, do a
2: Google, Go do a Google yeah. image search for Ghoulie's VHS cover and you've done your due diligence. Although
0: <laughs> I, will, I will say this, and guys, I put this in the chat. Uh, so one of the sites I use for research for this series is a site called VHSCollector.com. I want to give them a shout out because I have used their site quite a bit during this uh, series. They've got a lot of great scans of VHS covers. There is apparently a Venezuelan Betamax release of this. And its cover is not the ghoulie coming out of the toilet. And it's pretty damn awesome. So I put the link in the chat. Yeah, it is. It's got uh, like a big stormy sky with the goat head with a pentagram. And uh, the ghoulies flying around it on different sides. And it's got uh, Malcolm, either Malcolm or Jonathan, I guess, like summoning lightning with a sword, with a, uh, like a, a sorcerer's staff and stuff—it's like, holy crap, that's pretty cool. That,
2: that, the the, sword, the, the, the magic and sword aspect of it might have flown more there than in the United States. They're, yeah. they're like, well, push gremlins in the United States, but the sorcerer in what did you say Venezuela?
0: Venezuela, yes. That's South America, where life is cheap. I, you beat me.
2: <laughs> and, uh, and a Betamax copy of Coolies is even cheaper.
0: Oh, well, apparently it's rare, so maybe yeah. it's expensive. But, it's uh, just a baby. shove it in there. Yeah. So. <laughs> and also has trailers for for the movie Trauma on it, which is an interesting choice. But anyway, go check that out. Well, I'll uh, I'll, I'll try when when the episode posts, I'll I'll try to throw the link in the comments so everybody will look at that. But but yeah, like like Chris said, take a look at. Get the VHS cover, you pretty much got the gist of it. <laughs> yep. And, uh, and the thing is, if you want to see Ghoulies, it's it's remarkably not easy to find, unlike a lot of the other movies that we've covered for this too. It's like, wow, you're, it's it's not easy to find, and it's not really worth the effort, so it's got that going on. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it used to be on, what do you call it, it used to be on uh, um, crap. It used to be on, like, Prime, it's not on Prime right now, it goes on and off of there. It used to be on two B, then it goes on and off of there. Like it's one of those things; they just don't feel they need to, like you know, take up a slot with it. They're like, uh eh. right. Movies <laughs> out here, like,
0: eh. you know, kind of thing.
3: Just
0: saying, anyway. So yep. All right. Well, anybody have any any closing thoughts before we shut the lid, so to speak, on uh, on Ghoulies?
2: no i'm hoping 30 years from now the next time i watch ghoulies uh i'll be like yeah i don't remember any of this <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, and, and there you go what what else can you say except i don't have anything else that i remember <laughs> <laughs>